When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's more money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with more money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Good morning and good afternoon, folks. This is Steve Moore. This is the More Money Show, and this is WABC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in America. Always a privilege to be with you. I hope you're enjoying this wonderful, wonderful time of the year, which is uh, the holiday season. I hope you're doing well with your gift buying, and uh, I haven't done much yet. I, I'm I'm running behind the clock on this. I've got a lot to do in the next couple of weeks. Unbelievable that Christmas is only two weeks away, isn't it? Um, so uh, I'm, I'm just pleased that you're all uh, listeners. For the regular listeners, thank you so much. I am honored that I have you as uh, uh, taking, carving some time out of your uh, Saturday afternoons to listen to the More Money Show, where we talk about uh, the economy. We talk a little bit about politics. We talk about finance. Uh, we got a great show lined up today. Most importantly, after I have my conversation with two of the financial experts in the country about how to invest your money, and I'm talking about uh, uh, Bob and Ryan Payne, and we'll be getting to them in a minute, um, I am going to be doing my favorite thing um, that I do every few weeks, which is take your calls, your calls on the More Money Hotline. Uh, that's 1-800-848-9222 at the bottom of the hour because I want to hear from you because I've always said since I've started doing this show two or three years, I think it's about two and a half years now that I've been doing this every Saturday afternoon, um, we have the smartest listeners and smartest callers uh, in the country. I'm I'm so proud of <laughs> the people who call in with such prescient observations about what's going on with our country, our economy, our society. So please do call in, and uh, and uh, we'll be doing that right at about the bottom of the hour. That's 1-800-848-9222 is the More Money Hotline. I love to hear from the ladies because uh, I've found that, uh, you know, when I have uh, – most of the people call in have been men, and, and uh, I'm going to discriminate today, and I'm going to ask the ladies to call in because – I love to hear, you know, like in the Moore household, my household, my wife does the finances. <laughs> She's the one who pays the bills. She knows what's going on with the economy uh, in terms of what things cost and, and paying those bills better than I do. So I'd love to hear from uh, the ladies about how you think this economy is going. And the question for the day for today's show that I'm going to ask listeners to call in about is this. 
What it, we will have a new Congress in about three or four weeks. Uh, beginning of January is when the Republicans take over the House of Representatives. Thank God. And by the way, I'm not saying that as a Republic, rah-rah Republican. I am a Republican, but, you know, I'm not here to tell you that Republicans are the solution to all our problems because they are not. I think they will be an improvement over the radical Democrats uh, and, and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, and, boy, I can't wait to see that that. Uh, that uh, Nancy Pelosi losing that gavel and, and being chased uh, out of uh, out of the House Speaker's chair because it's been a long time coming. But uh, I do think there will be an improvement. But look, Republicans like to play Santa Claus just as much as Democrats do. The Republicans uh, just recently said they're going to continue with earmarks, which I think is an outrageous thing. I mean, we got rid of earmarks 20 years ago because, as my good friend Tom Coburn, the former the late Tom Coburn from Oklahoma used to say that earmarks are the gateway drug to uh, trillion-dollar spending bills, and boy, was he right. But uh, I do think we'll see an improvement here with this Republican Congress. But I'm going to ask – so the question I am going to ask you, folks, is this. What is the first thing you want to see the Republicans do when they take over Congress? What, are, what is the first thing and the most urgent thing you think that they need to do? I'm going to answer that question first right now, okay? I believe the single most important thing right out of the gate is to fire those 87,000 new IRS agents. I think it's outrageous. We don't need 150,000 people in this country, you know, inspecting every financial transaction that we have. Now, this issue has taken on, on more urgency right now because a new report out by the uh, House Ways and Means Committee, which is the committee in Congress that is oversight over our tax system, has found that the, the um, Biden administration is now auditing transactions, every, as many of the transactions they can, of any transaction, any money spent or changing hands of only $600 or more, $600. That means you go out and you buy a nice dress for your uh, New Year's Eve party, and maybe it costs $700. The IRS is going to be monitoring that transaction. How about if you want to uh, buy a new couch, for example, a couch for your house or a piano, <laughs> you know, those can cost several thousand dollars, several tens of thousand dollars. The IRS wants to know about those transactions. Is there no financial privacy in this country anymore? Um, what about a Girl Scout? I don't know. Did they still sell Girl Scout cookies when I was a kid? You know, every time you'd go to the grocery store, there'd be a bunch of uh, girls in, in their um, Girl Scout outfits selling those mint uh, chip uh, cookies, which I love. What, what if a Girl Scout... What if your daughter sells, say, $700 of Girl Scout cookies? Is she going to be audited by the IRS? I mean, this is insanity. Now, remember, this issue was brought up back last year when Biden was talking about wanting to expand the IRS and double the budget for the IRS. And uh, people like me <laughs> on this show warned people like you, the listeners of this show, that if they doubled the IRS budget, they were going to start coming after middle class, working class people, that they weren't just going to get the money out of millionaires and billionaires. In fact, they're not going to get any money out of millionaires and billionaires. The millionaires and billionaires have tax accountants and tax uh, 
lawyers that, that uh, you know, are even higher paid than the people at the IRS. The reason the millionaires and billionaires are rich is they found ways to deal with these, uh, you know, government bureaucrats. So you're not going to get any money out of Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or Elon Musk or Zucker, Jeff Zuckerberg. You're not, you're not going to get money out of them. They're going after you and me, the, the ordinary people, because they want to pry more money out of your and my pocket so that they can fund all these government programs. And I'm sorry, $600 transaction? We're going to allow that? No, no. They say you'll have to fill out 25, as a, as a society, we'll have to uh, fill out 25 million more IRS forms. This is outrageous. This is crazy. By the way, think of all the trees we're going to have to cut down for all these new tax forms that we're going to all have to fill out because of these new IRS rules. So I'm saying the first thing I want to see the Republicans do when they take over the House of Representatives is repeal any funding, any additional funding. Of course, we need an IRS. We need a tax collection agency. But we don't need to give them 87,000 new IRS agents. We don't need to fill up giant stadium in New York with IRS agents. And that's what we would be doing um, unless Republicans act. So that's my top one. But I want to hear from you all. What do you think Republicans need to do to restore um, a great, great country? Because so much has gone wrong in the last few years. I want to make one other quick point before I uh, break um, on our first break and, and turn this over to Ryan and Bob Payne, which is I want to talk for a minute about the inflation issue and about America's debt. And remember, for those of you who are listening to this show last week, I brought this up. I want to bring it up again because it is so troubling to me that when you look at what's happening to credit card debt in the United States, it is up 15% this year, 15% increase in credit card debt. We are now, for the first time in American history, as a society, $1 trillion of credit card debt. In other words, Americans are borrowing more and more and more and more money. We're acting like we're the federal government, right? <laughs> which is borrowing you know, trillions and trillions of dollars. Now, why is that troublesome? Um, it is because inflation has been so high under Biden. You know, prices today are over 15 percent higher today than they were when Donald Trump left office. That's a lot of increase in prices of the things that we need to buy, everything from gasoline to Christmas presents to the groceries and the food that we eat, all of this stuff, the travel costs, it's all up, 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 up by, on average, about 15%. I know some of you think it's up even more than that because the vitals, the essentials are up more than, um, more than uh, 15%. But let's even stick with that number. That means what's happening since people's wages and salaries are only up by about 10% over that, on average over that period, that the average worker has lost about 5% of their paycheck. And so that means just to maintain your current level of living standard and buying the things that you've always bought, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, as many of us are, that means the only way you can maintain that living standard is by increasing your debt. And I don't know about you all, but I hate looking at that credit card bill come January, you know, because we spend a lot of money over the holiday season. And then you have to start paying back that money. Well, people are be looking at their credit card debt in January, and they're going to keel over <laughs> with how much debt is owed. And so this is one of the cancers of the Biden inflation. And it is not 
going away. It is coming down. That's the good news. Inflation rate has come down from the 9% we had a few months ago to now I'd say we're about 6 to 7% inflation. But that's still really high inflation. 6, 6% inflation is still way, way, way higher than the 2% target that the Federal Reserve Board um, sets. Now, what is the Federal Reserve Board going to do to help try to bring that inflation down? Well, you know, they are going to um, raise interest rates, and they've been raising interest rates, and they're going to do it again in a week or two. And what does that mean? It means interest rates throughout the economy go up. It means the price of buying a house or the price of borrowing rises. And yet we've got all this debt out there. And the federal government, by the way, is the biggest loser here. Every one percentage point increase in these interest rates causes a trillion dollars more increase in the national debt because we have to pay the, the people, the creditors, right, who own the debt. I mean, this is a vicious cycle we're in, folks. Wake up, America. We can't keep doing this. I know some of you believe in this dingbat idea of modern monetary theory. It says that the government can just spend and spend and borrow and borrow and print as much money as it needs to. But I, I look, we have the smartest audience in, in radio, so I know none of you believe that to be true. But that's what we've been doing, folks. Modern monetary theory. Just keep dumping all that money out of helicopters and we'll all just be fine. Well, I don't want to end up like Venezuela. I don't want to end up like Argentina, Zimbabwe, Mexico, these other countries that have tried that. We have to get back to paying our bills. And that means we're going to have to tighten our belts. And I don't mean Americans. American families don't have to tighten their belts. The people who have to tighten their belts are the people in government who have wasted hundreds and hundreds of billions of of our tax dollars. Uh, When you have $150 billion of fraud from the uh, from the unemployment benefit program, over $50 billion of fraud from the uh, food stamp program, hundreds of billions. We don't even know how much was stolen and, and fraudulent payments in the PPP program. Remember, that was the program that paid people money during the uh, during the, uh, uh, the beginning of COVID. And this was supposed to go to businesses, and people created these fraud businesses, and, and a lot of that money didn't even go to people in the United States. So my point is, it is time to put a... Uh, we need to put government in a straitjacket. <laughs> you know, we need to take a chainsaw to this budget and cut out these extraordinary expenditures, which are uh, about to bankrupt our country. And if we do that, we can get through this. The question is, can we do it? So I want to hear from you all in about 20 minutes about what you think is the solution to our problem. What is the first thing you would tell Kevin McCarthy to do when he becomes Speaker of the House? This is the More Money Show. We'll be hearing from the pains in just a minute. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will be right back. This is WABC Talk Radio, the number one talk radio station in these United States. If you're suffering from ED, you're not alone. 60% of men over 60 have this problem. Help is out there. The professionals at Elevate Wellness can help you be the man you used to be. They've helped thousands of patients and have a 96% success rate. What are you waiting for? Call 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. Your first visit is only $99. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Help is out there. ElevateWellnessGroup.com. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
WABC. It's More Money with leading economist Steve Moore. Stephen Moore is with us, economist. With more than 30 years' experience as an economist and as a leading thinker of government on business, showing deep understanding of the shifts in the global economy. He's leading economist Steve Moore with More Money on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now, here's your host, Steve Moore. Welcome back, folks. This is the More Money Show on WBC Talk Radio. I am your host, Steve Moore. And now it is the time when we study your finances and the finances of the country and what's happening to this crazy stock market and this crazy economy with two of the best in the business, Ryan and Bob Payne from Payne Capital Management. Gentlemen, thanks for joining again this afternoon. Let's get right down to it. Um, we continue to see incredible volatility in the market. I was uh, looking at a chart in the Wall Street Journal this week that showed the number of days that the market has been up or down more than 1%. And it was like almost a record number of days where we've seen up and down and up and down. And I wonder what you, what does that mean for investors when you have that kind of volatility? You know, Steve, it's just, it creates opportunities if you take advantage of the down days, obviously. But, you know, if you smooth the volatility out, if you look at it over a one week or a one month, Right. Basis. It mm-hmm. really isn't that much different than historically normal. But you know, here's the thing we have to remember. Right? We're we're trading right around, you know, 34,000 uh, on the Dow. And it was just at 29,000 six, seven weeks ago. Right. Right. So, yeah. uh, so you, if you bought that dip, you made a lot of money. <laughs> you exactly. did. Exactly. Meanwhile. A... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You, <laughs> Ryan, you did. That was a kind of. Yeah. No, that's it. You did. That was a 20% move in a two month period. And this is why timing the market is such a futile effort because who could have predicted that was going to, you know, happen. And that was right around the time that Goldman Sachs mentioned that they thought the market was going to spiral downward. And meanwhile, the market went the other way, just saying. So Ryan, what do you thought? What are your thoughts about this uh, volatility and what it, what it uh, tells investors to do? Yeah, well, I think first off to Bob's point, I mean, the big picture is markets just had a magnificent move upwards. I mean, the Dow had a 20% move in two months. I mean, it's, it's a futile type of market to try to, uh, to time, right? Who could have predicted that? So I think, you know, you're seeing some selling in here, some volatility short term. Market timing is very, very hard, Steve. I mean, literally you had the Dow go up 20% in two months. It's impossible to time that. And I think that's the bigger picture here is markets are recovering especially when you get outside of mega cap tech, you get outside the NASDAQ, um, you're already seeing like positive returns. You know, Britain, the, the FTSE 100 is almost positive for the year. Who would have guessed? Right. Latin America is up like 15% this year. So, I, you know, it's unbelievable, but, but markets globally are starting to recover, and that's a very positive sign. And you think that this is basically shaking off the last uh, aspects of COVID, or what, what do you attribute this uh, comeback to? Well, I think you got to pay attention to oil, all right? Oil's been coming down now for a couple of months. Yeah, uh, we're down to $71 a barrel, Steve. Yep. That's, a, that's and, like a tax cut, right? Yeah, it is. It's like you think about it. I mean, every product that's created, you know, it, yep. you, have to, you have to ship it to the factory. The factory burns energy. they got to deliver the product. Whether you go pick it up at the store, you have Amazon deliver it to you. Oil's involved in every aspect of the economy, the global economy, and oil's been coming down. And meanwhile, the dollar is also starting to get weaker, yeah. which is okay. good for the global economy. Why is it that a, a falling dollar is a good thing for the world economy? 
Well, because it also, you know, the dollar is always traded against other currencies. So if our currency starts to weaken, even though that yep. uh, it's not good for us when we're traveling abroad, it was a big benefit. But now it's a big benefit for the other countries as their currency gets stronger, right? They're able to increase their purchasing power. And, you know, more than 50% of companies' uh, profits and revenues sometimes come from overseas. Right. So they right. don't want to see, you know, all or none, right? So a weaker dollar helps profits, uh, helps other economies, and uh, helps a global economy grow. Yeah, because the dollar, I was just looking at the statistics, the dollar has fallen 8% off its high back in September. And now it was at an all-time high in September. So it looks like it's a little bit of a return to uh, normalcy there. Now, uh, by the way, I'm speaking with Ryan and Bob Payne, two of the best in the business in terms of their financial advice. And, gentlemen, um, give, give, remind people of how they can get the consultation from you, too. Yeah, if you save over a million dollars for your financial independence plan, simply call or text at 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. We keep 10 slots open throughout the whole, sto- wow. the whole show, Steve. Yep. Fantastic. Okay. So the next question I have for you is, you know, you guys have been bullish. Your theme is be bullish which is one of the things I like about you guys, your optimism. Uh, and by the way, you can't really be in the financial mark in industry if you're not a, mar- uh, not a, and you can't be an investor if you're not an optimist. But, uh, but the economists seem to be pessimistic. All my brethren in the, uh, in the economics profession, not all of them, but many of them are predicting recession for 2023. Do you think they're, they're wrong about that? Yeah. I mean, it's the most anticipated recession of all time. And you know, look, I don't know if we actually do go into recession, but, when every economist agrees on something, it's probably not going to happen. Um, <laughs> That's true. So. You know, there's no saying about economists, by the way, that they've, they've predicted 10 of the last three recessions. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love that line. And I, I think, you know, pragmatically, and I'm not an economist by trade, but look, we just talked about inflation in real time is coming down, and that's going to show up in the numbers the next couple of months. The Fed has pretty much admitted it that they're going to pivot, right? They're going to start to slow interest rate hikes and maybe even stop next year. And you're starting to see that in the bond market. Meanwhile, if you look at wages, they're going up close to 6% over the last three months on an annualized basis. So purchasing power for the U.S. consumer is going up drastically here, and the U.S. consumer drives the U.S. economy. So I think that means next year could actually be a pretty good year, whereas Bob likes to say we don't even land at all. And, Steve, you know, as Ryan says, we're not economists. We're investors, right? And we're investing not only our own money but our clients' money not just into the stock market, but the bond market is, is, is giving us yields right now that we haven't seen in a couple of years. And those yields are coming down, which means the bond market's going up. So as yields come down, prices go up. And we're finding a lot of, a lot of you have too much money sitting in cash at the banks where they're still not paying you anything, where we can invest in treasuries and municipal bonds and get good yields and help you to achieve those financial goals. Now's the time to put that money to work. Yeah, I think the bottom line is plenty of opportunity to invest your money for retirement today. Don't put your head in the sand. And if you're thinking to yourself right now, like you need a game plan for retirement, you don't know what you're doing, you're sitting in cash or your portfolio didn't do well this year, and you've got to formulate a plan to make sure that you can be financially independent or retired, here's your shot to do it. We have 10 slots. We keep them open the whole show. If you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement plan, simply call or text at 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. 752-6692. It's a full holistic review. There's no one else out there that will do this work up front. We literally build you your own personalized financial portal. We're going to get a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture. 
We're just going to hone in on every issue you've got to address today. Do you have an income plan for retirement? How do you draw from your portfolio? How do you factor in inflation over the next 20 years, which is going to double? How do you take Social Security? We're going to put together a full income game plan, a dynamic one that factors in inflation so you don't run out of money over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification. Did you get hit hard this year? Was your portfolio overly aggressive? Or are you still sitting in cash? Paralysis by analysis. Earning nothing as inflation is at a 40-year high. We're going to put together a full investment game plan, show you how to grow your wealth, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we're going to look at fees and taxes. Wall Street just loves to sell you high-cost products in those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, insurance products. We go through every investment you own. We show you can reduce costs, that hidden cost in your portfolio, and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook to make sure your portfolio's tax optimized. We literally have 10 slots. If you've saved over a million dollars for your financial independence plan, you should call or text us right now. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692 or simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next 10 callers, you've saved over a million dollars for your retirement. Our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no cost. There's no obligation. But you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. So, Bob, at our firm, Payne Capital Management, of course, that's P-A-Y-N-E with offices here in the city, in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, Pennsylvania. You know, all we do is think about financial planning, getting people to their retirement goals, and you know, one thing that we have found in the, the 50 or so portfolios that we look at a month and, and mistakes that a lot of you make is your ego. A lot of times can be the biggest difference between you being completely secure in retirement and making bad decisions that can really derail your financial independence. You know, you're absolutely right, Rye. I've learned over my almost 50 years of investing and helping other people invest their money is that the markets have no ego, and they have no political affiliation. So it doesn't care about your ego. It doesn't care about your political affiliation, and the market's always right. So when you try and outsmart the market, you know, it's your ego getting in the way. You know, don't confuse brains with a bull or bear market. Yeah, when I, and I noticed this, too. I was at a cocktail party uh, the other night, and I was talking to this gentleman, and he's telling me, oh, I sold out of my portfolio back in January. Right, of course, conveniently at the high of the market, which you know, I suspect he might be telling the truth on that. But even if he did, you know, diversified portfolio this year is barely down for the year. And I said, well, what's the point of that? You have more risk being out of the markets and out of your portfolio long term if you're trying to hit all your retirement goals than being in. Because as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, you know, the markets can turn very, very quickly. Um, but your retirement plan, your plan to be financially independent, that doesn't change, right? You got to, you got to stay to some sort of discipline as opposed to, oh, well, you know, I know what's going to happen next. I'm going to do this or that. And that can be just a horrible way to really destroy wealth. And, you know, it's just too critical when you're going to live off the money that you've saved is you can't make rash decisions like that about being in and out of the market. I mean, that's like one of the worst things you, you can do because if you miss, 
a really good move up in that market, and you don't get those gains in your portfolio that you need to combat inflation, you could be in big trouble. Yeah, right. I uh, I take pause when I hear all or none, right? All of my money's out of the market. All my money's in the market. I mean, everything's out of your 401k, your IRA rollover, your your HSA, your 403b, your Roth IRA, your joint account, your custodial account, your 529. I mean, come on. <laughs> you yeah. can't be all or none. It's like, Okay, I always win at the casino. No, you don't. Um, and that's not a strategy. You know, sitting in cash, you know, first of all, how do you beat inflation? Right. And not sitting in cash because we know the big banks are still only paying you 0.75 or whatever percent on your money. Not even a percent on your money with, with inflation at, at literally a four year high, 40 year high. And, you know, that, that's a good point. It's that, that all or nothing proposition. Like interest rates are definitely going higher from here. Interest rates are definitely going down from here. Um, you know, I'm not investing my money until the war in Ukraine is over. You know, those kind of statements are very dangerous. And if you are sitting in cash right now earning nothing, you know, every day the clock is ticking, cost of living is going up. But if you're not getting ahead of that, how do you ever properly retire? I mean, it's just like a, it's a, and it's a crazy pressure to put on yourself to figure out you're going to find that magic moment to get your money invested because there's so many variables. There's so many things you're not thinking about. You know, it's like that all-weather portfolio where you don't have to be 100% right. Being approximately right over time is good enough, yet all of us want to get this perfect, and you can't get it perfect when it comes to investing your money for retirement. Well, here's the beauty. The market has returned a phenomenal percentage over your lifetime, your parents' lifetime, your great-great-parents' lifetime. It's been incredible just to get a market return. And when you get your ego involved, all you kind of do is get in the way of success because if you interrupt that compounding of your money through these fabulous markets that, that have gone up over generations of your family, there's no way you're going to outperform. You're going to guarantee to underperform and getting market performance right is worth its weight in gold. And it's not about outperforming, underperforming. It's about achieving your goals, right? And I think, you know, the other thing that we see often right now is, is, we're all trying to recreate the past. And I see this with a lot of the investment portfolios that we look at every month and we look at a lot and, you know, still owning all those mega cap tech names from the last 10 years, whether it's Amazon, Google, Facebook, Apple, or waiting for one of your stocks to come back. It's a horrible strategy because we know when you have these, when you have these, these crazy times of huge volatility, what we learned in the past is the leadership tends to change. Right. Whatever was doing great the last 10 years probably won't be great the next 10 years. And I see this in a lot of portfolios. You know, you just want to hold on to the portfolio you have. And this is not a time to put your head in the sand. This is a time to really reevaluate what you're doing and make sure that your portfolio is set up for the future, not the past. And I can tell you, a lot of you aren't doing that. You're still sitting with an old portfolio and it's got to be readjusted with the times and what your goals are. You know, portfolio is no different than a lawn, right? If you have a part of your lawn, that you won't cut because you're in love with that grass and that part of the lawn, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing, and eventually it tumbles over just from the weight of its own growth, and it looks awful, right? And it doesn't it doesn't look good, and it doesn't help you. Um, and the rest, meanwhile, the rest of your your lawn is growing. So you just don't want to ignore parts of your portfolios and say, "Well, you know, I love this company, or it's been a great return." All markets revert to the mean. You know, anything that goes up doesn't grow to the sky. And you got to look at valuations and boy, oh boy, when you look at all the tech valuations, they've come down. They're still, they're still expensive. So you want to have a lot of everything in your portfolio 
this all or none or overweighting something because you know it's good, that's not really a great strategy. It's not. And, you know, you really got to start focusing on what's important and what's important as you get into what we call the financial red zone, whether you're 10 years out from retirement or maybe you're retired now is income. It's all about income. And like we just said before, if you're sitting in cash right now, you're not earning any income on your money. And I think that's what you have to start to solve for. You have to start looking at what are my expenses every month? How do I develop or generate income from my portfolio in a way where I don't run out of money, right? Because with inflation going up, you can't just think about the income you need today, but what kind of income are you going to need over 20 years? And we talk about this a lot, but man, oh man, your expenses are going to double over the next 20 years just to keep up with inflation. Have you accounted for that in your plan? I'd say odds are you probably haven't. And this is a major problem, Bob. Yeah, right. You're absolutely right. I mean, first of all, you know, you may have made some money in the market, but you know, once you're retired, you know, you, you want to go out to lunch, want to pay your golf fees. You can't pay those with relative performance, right? They don't care that your Apple stock was up or down. You need cash in your account. You need income and bonds generate income, dividend paying stocks generate income. You know, you don't need a growth portfolio. You need a growth and income strategy in order to overcome inflation, overcome taxes and to be in a position where you don't have to go to work every day. Yeah, you have to ask yourself, do I have what we call wealth accumulation portfolio where you're just growing, growing, growing back maybe when you're in your 30s and 40s and it didn't really matter, you know, when you have years like this year where the volatility is really high or have you built a wealth distribution portfolio where you have to be very, very realistic and pragmatic about the fact that you have to start drawing from your portfolio because that paycheck stops. Hey, Rye, you couldn't be more correct. I mean, you go back over the, just the last two years, right? We had this global pandemic and the stock market dropped 35% in 2020, just two years ago, right? This year has been a very volatile market. Well, all of my clients are retired. They don't care about volatility. You know what they care about? They care about that that monthly income check is in their checking account so they can play golf. They can go take, you know, Ramba lessons. You know, they, they can go play pickleball. They don't want to know what's the market up or down today. They don't want to watch the screen. They want to enjoy their lives. That's what income's about. And you want to have that income that's not dependent on what the Federal Reserve's doing or what the stock market's doing or what the economy's doing. You need a strategy yeah. to get to your dreams and your goals. And boy, oh boy, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, and if you're thinking to yourself right now, like, I have no idea what kind of portfolio I'm in. I don't have an income plan. I haven't drawn that out. I haven't factored in inflation. Well, here's your shot to do it. We still have five slots available for the show. You saved over a million dollars for your retirement plan. Bob and I will run for you. Our now famous total financial master plan. We'll do that with no obligation or cost. It's a full holistic review where we literally review everything for you. There's no other firm out there that will literally do this work up front. We go as far as building you, your own personalized financial portal. We'll give you a bird's eye view of your entire financial picture. And we're just going to hone in on everything you got to address today. That income plan. Do you have an income plan for retirement? How are you drawing from your portfolios? How are you factoring in inflation over the next 20 years? That's going to double. How are you going to take Social Security? Well, we put together a full dynamic income plan, factoring inflation, making sure that you don't run out of money for over the rest of your life. We're going to look at diversification. Did you get hit hard this year? Harder than you thought you were going to get hit this year because you're taking more risk than you should have been. Or are you sitting in cash? earning nothing while inflation's at a 40-year high, put together a game plan, show you how to grow your wealth, but most importantly, protect it over the rest of your life. And we look at fees and taxes. Wall Street loves to sell you those high-cost products and those annuities, mutual funds, brokerage products, structured products, insurance products. We go through all of them. We show you where all the hidden costs are, show you how to reduce those costs 
and optimize your portfolio for taxes. It's not what you make, it's what you take. We're going to give you our full tax playbook. We have five slots left if you've saved over a million dollars for your financial independence retirement plan. All you have to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. If you're one of our next five callers and you saved over a million dollars for your retirement, our team of financial advisors and certified financial planners will help you to create your own unique total financial master plan. Now, there's no obligation. There's no cost to this analysis, but you won't have a plan if you don't text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692, or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, if you want to learn more about myself and Bob and what we do at Pain Capital Management, simply go to bebullish.com. That's bebullish.com. You can check out our podcast, Pain Points of Wealth. Stay tuned. We got more, more money coming your way. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, this is Bob Payne, Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management with this week's market update. This week on the Street of Dreams, it was more like a nightmare as the stock market had a terrible week. All three major indices ended the week with losses, breaking a two-week winning streak. The S&P 500 led to decline down 3.4%. Now, stocks turned lower after producer price data came in hotter than expected, disappointing investors who had hoped for signs of easing inflation before the all-important Federal Reserve's meeting next week. The producer price index rose 7.4% year-over-year in November, above the expected 7.2%, but below October's 8.1% gain. A slower increase in companies' costs means firms will increase prices at a slower rate, keeping overall inflation on the decline. Now, the market's negative reaction indicates investors want to see inflation falling at a faster pace and fear the PPI result could indicate a higher-than-expected gain for the all-important consumer price index. Economists expect next week's CPI result to show a 7.3% gain, which would be down from the prior result of 7.7. However, the index may follow the PPI's lead with a reading beating forecast. Now, if inflation declines too slowly, the Federal Reserve may raise the Fed funds rate more than the 50 basis points the market is now expecting. Hey, don't despair. There's some good news and even a reason for optimism. The two-year Treasury yield, a barometer for expectations about the Federal Reserve's funds rate, has been declining now for two months and only inched up slightly on Friday. The bond markets and hopefully our Fed are aware that the full effect of higher interest rates often have a delayed impact on the economy. That means inflation could start decelerating sooner and more quickly. Wharton economist Jeremy Siegel said recently in an interview that inflation is basically over and the Fed's rate hike next week should be their last. And Siegel reminded viewers that the Fed ultimately follows the data. And any negative turn in economic data next year could spur sooner than expected interest rate cuts as the Fed will change its tone. Remember a year ago in September, Jay Powell said, no increases in Fed funds will be necessary for all of 2022. That was just September of last year. So now, when they've increased it how many times, we're now to believe that they know what's going to happen in 2023? No, they're just going to follow the data, Siegel said. Next week's Fed meeting coincides with the release of the November CPI report. 
And if that shows an extension of the decline we saw just this past October, it could lead to a more dovish Fed. So let's hope for a low number. And let's hope Dr. Siegel has it right and the Fed just follows the data. Hey, my son Ryan and I, we have 68 years of combined industry experience of building low-cost, tax-efficient, goal-based portfolios. For your free evaluation of your portfolio, all you need to do is text or call 844-752-6692. That's 844-752-6692. Or just simply call 844-PLAN-NYC. That's 844-PLAN-NYC. Hey, this is Bob Payne. I'm the Chief Investment Strategist here at Payne Capital Management. Stop! ED is no laughing matter. This could be caused from low T, high blood pressure, or diabetes. Elevate Wellness can help. 40% of men over 40 have experienced this. Make the call to Elevate Wellness now. 973-354-2276. 973-354-2276. The office visit is only $99 and includes exam, blood work, test dose, and consultation. Call Elevate Wellness. 973-354-2276. Or Elevate Wellness Group. This is More Money with economist Steve Moore. Now, Steve Moore. Hi, folks. This is Steve Moore. Welcome back. Uh, Great advice, by the way, from Orion and Bob Payne. I hope you do take them up on their offer of that free consultation. They are the world's experts. They're going to make you money. So, Talking about making money, that's what this show is all about. Uh, I want to remind people, if you would like to be the smartest person in the room when it comes to finance and the economy, what's going on in politics, please sign up for my free, free, uh, what we call our uh, hotline, our prosperity hotline that we email out to about 25,000 people five mornings a week. If you'd like to get that, it costs you nothing. I'm not selling you anything, folks. It is just I want you to be uh, on top of all the issues that are going on. And it's something, we'll email it to you. And you can read this in five minutes every morning. Um, we usually get it out by about 11 o'clock in the morning. And it's just a nice way to know what's going on in Washington and what's going on with the economy. And we always put a, a fun cartoon at the end. And I have a lot of people say, hey, Steve, I actually get it. And sometimes I only read the cartoon. Well, that's fine. If you want to do that, uh, we have a lot of uh, humor. You know, it's easy to make fun of the left these days. And we do it uh with joy and with a smile on our face. And I hope you have a smile on your face during this great holiday season. It is the best time of the year. Uh, be sure to, uh, you know, I've got to figure out what I've got to get my wife. I'm, I'm, terri- I'm terrified I'm not going to find her what something that she likes. I always strike out. <laughs> That's one thing I do. Every Christmas season, I search and search and search and finally find her something I think is just right, a new dress or, a, you know, some new furniture for the house or something. Then, of course, what's the first thing she does uh, in January? She takes it back. So this this year, my my hope, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to find something that she really uh, likes because I am I'm um, blessed with a wonderful, wonderful wife who takes great, great care of me. And I couldn't do what I do if it were not for her. So my um, my uh, my most wonderful gift I have uh, is as a wife that uh, really, truly, you know, I, takes care of every aspect of my life. Uh, I hope you have someone who does the same for you. Uh, all right, so let's get to our callers. 
The question today on the More Money Hotline, 1-800-848-9222. I think we have one line open right now, and, and we'll start uh, you know, uh, going right through these speedily so we can get to as many callers as we can because we have such smart listeners. The question is, if you were advising the Republicans who are taking over the House in, 2000, uh, in, in January of 2023 in, in less than 30 days, what is the first thing you would have them do? That is our question for the day. My answer to that question is stop the funding of the 87,000 new IRS agents. But I want your advice. And by the way, I talked to these guys. I talked to Kevin McCarthy. I talked to Steve Scalise. I talked to the Republican leaders of the House. So I will pass on their advice that you give me to them so they can do, so, you know, make this country a greater place. Because that's how, why we gave them the House majority in the first place. Okay. Mr. Producer, who is our first caller of the afternoon? Our first caller of the afternoon is John from Staten Island. John, thanks so much for calling in. What should the Republicans do, John? I don't know if we still have John. We may have to go on to our next caller because we're we, – who's that? Our next caller is Sal from Long Island. Okay. What do you got for us? Uh, Steve, how are you? Uh, I have a different, different, uh, I want to, I want to, uh, your opinion on something else. I'm afraid okay, that, it? yeah, I'm afraid that ever since we have this, uh, mail-in ballot, ballot harvesting and, uh, countless counting after election day, yep. I'm afraid that Republicans will never be able to win another yeah. key election again. I'm talking about okay. key election. Yeah. All right. Great question. And by the way, thanks for calling in. Uh, I'm going to get my friend John Fund on the show next week because I've had so many callers asking me that question about ballot harvesting. How do we make sure we have honest elections? How do we ensure that we have election integrity? And I'm not talking about intimidating people against voting. I just want to make sure that when people vote, they have the right to vote. They're not an illegal immigrant, that they're actually 18 years of old, they're at, that they're only voting once, not twice, not three times, that they actually live in the place that they say they live in, that they actually have a photo ID. These are just things that you need for honest elections. It seems to me, anytime we talk about honest elections, they say, oh, you're trying to suppress the vote, suppress the vote. No, we're not. We just want to make sure that everyone's vote counts. And that, you know, by the way, if someone votes illegally, they're basically taking away, they're disenfranchising you, right? Essentially, they're canceling out your vote. So this is something that needs to be taken care of. I'm not an expert on election integrity, but my good friend John Fund from National Review is. So I'm going to get him on this show next week, Mr. Producer, so we can have his advice and answer Sal's question. But let's move on to our next caller, please. Our next caller is Joel from New York City. Joel, thanks so much for calling in. What is your advice to the Republicans? Thank you for taking my call. All right. Now, uh, I have two points, quick ones. One is the 87,000 IRS employees. They should be, those who are qualified, should be dispatched to the border. Now, the other. (laughs) I love it. Great idea. I love it. The point, quick one. How come when inflation is under 10 percent, I go to the supermarkets, etc., here in New York City, and I find <laughs> that Goya products are double in price? Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, 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 also regarding the $600 you mentioned, does that apply to withdrawals yeah. from the bank? 
It, it may. Great, great call again. Super ideas. I, I love taking your calls, folks, because I, I get so many great ideas. I love that. Rather than hiring 87,000 new IRS agents to intimidate and bully us on our taxes, why don't they put 87,000 people at the border to keep out illegal immigrants? Uh, by the way, I'm very pro-immigrant. I know many of our listeners are immigrants from other countries. I think immigrants are fantastic assets to our country. They're one of the things that make America the most unique and most wonderful country in the world. But you got to have, you got to come in legally, right? You got to come in through the system, not as a way of, uh, you know, climbing over or under the fence and coming in and you got you know, drug runners and all sorts of problems with that. So I love that idea. And I, I think it's brilliant, actually. And I am going to pass that on to Kevin McCarthy and ask him that. Why don't we transfer the money that they want to spend, I guess, $40 billion or something like that. Why don't we put that $40 billion into border security? Uh, great, great idea. Okay, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller? Our next caller is Jerry from New Jersey. Jerry, thanks for calling. What do you got for us, sir? What are the Republicans? What do you want to do? Quick. Number one, close questions. the border. Number the two, number two is, number two is, I'm not surprised what happened. We got that woman out. We should have got the Marine out first. And we give it, we've given away our oh, guns, yes. killed yes. thousands and killed thousands yes. more. But he did exactly what his boss did with the five terrorists from Afghanistan. Terrible. For a Terrible. traitor. Terrible. It's absolutely disgusting. Awful. Yes. And what's the third one? And the third one is... And the third one is they ought to basically start closing down government agencies. There's too much bureaucracy. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty yeah. agencies, probably three hundred are worthless. All right. Awesome. Great call. Again, three fantastic ideas. And by the way, you brought up what happened with Brittany Griner and, and look, I, I think it's wonderful that we brought Brittany Griner home. I think everybody's pleased about that. But my God, I mean, what are we doing? We're letting out uh, a man out of uh, prison who is has killed uh, potentially thousands of people and could kill thousands and thousands more Americans. Uh, we don't. This is like you know uh, negotiating with terrorists. And the problem with this, folks, and I, this is beyond my area of expertise, so I'm just a novice uh, when it comes to this. But it seems to me when we're starting a- allowing you know m- murderous. Uh, you know, uh, dealers of weapons out of our prison, um, what's going to happen now is every time one of us as an American goes overseas to one of these countries, they're going to apprehend us as a way of getting uh, getting their own people out of jail who are murderous. I, I, I am so angry about this. I'm so glad you brought that up, sir. That cannot continue. We cannot allow that to happen. Again, it's putting America in great, great danger. Okay, Mr. But by the way, let me remind people, because we've got about seven or eight minutes left, uh, that one, the number for the More Money hotline is 1-800-848-9222. We have one line open. Love to hear from you, Mr. Producer. Who is our next caller? Our next caller is Judy from Manhattan. Judy, quickly, because we're running out of time, but thanks for calling in. What's your recommendation? Uh, yes, sir. I suggest that they re-examine uh, the treaties, especially the uh, Biodiversity Treaty and the Paris Accord, yes. and how it relates to the Wild Lands Project, uh, yes. where 50% of the land uh, is to be for Not animals. Excellent. Great call, Judy. I think that's, a, again, fantastic idea. You know, we should be developing, we have more natural resources 
than any other country in the world. We have more energy, more minerals. We have more prime farmland. We have incredible forests. I mean, and nobody wants to despoil our environment. I'm not talking about developing, you know, in Yosemite or Yellowstone National Park. But, you know, the government owns, I think, like, I don't know, almost half of the land area in the United States, well over half the land area west of the Mississippi is owned by the government. We can't, they don't allow us to drill. They don't allow us to mine. They don't allow us to, you know, build roads in these areas. And it's it's a real setback. And by the way, you are so right, Judy, these treaties, I don't even want America to sign any of these international treaties. You know why? Because we comply with them and the other countries never comply. I mean, look at the Paris Climate Accord, folks. Uh, all these other countries sanctimoniously said, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll cut our climate. You know, we'll cut our emissions. Don't worry. We'll do it. Uh, America, you jump off the cliff first, and we'll be right behind you. China, for goodness sakes, signed that treaty. India signed it. They were lying through their teeth. Every treaty is always a treaty that, that puts America last. That was one of the points that Donald Trump made, and he was so correct. And one of the great things Donald Trump did, and I'm going to say this, I don't always agree with what Donald Trump says. I don't agree with some of his antics. I don't like his actions on January 6th. But you've got to admit, folks, he was a great, great president. What he did as president, his policies were fantastic. And one of the most important and courageous and correct things that Donald Trump did was to pull America out of the anti-America climate change uh, Paris uh, Treaty. So no more treaties. Let's not sign treaties where the other countries cheat. And America doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Mr. Producer, who is our next caller? Our next caller is Elizabeth from Westchester. Elizabeth, thanks so much for calling. I think you're a first-time caller. To this yes, show. I, I am. It. Well, fantastic. Well, I, I, what is your advice? Okay. I've seen you on Cudlow and other different shows, and I, <laughs> I like you very much. I think Thank what you. we should do is, is get Congress to do something about this, the uh, immigration and start finding a way to build that wall. Build the wall. Yes. Build the wall. Yes, get the Democrats, force them, take some money from their pet projects and put it in the wall. Oh, boy, is that a great idea. Thanks, Elizabeth. I hope you'll call in uh, in the future as well. Wonderful idea. Uh, Thanks for mentioning the Kudlow Show. I I appear once a week on Larry's show on uh, on Fox Business News. I hope you are all regular listeners to that show at 4 p.m. He is is the best and the brightest. Um, And it's a wonderful idea. You know, We've got to secure the border, and we could take money away from these other agencies that are overflowing with cash. And, uh, you know, there's so much fraud in these programs. And, and incidentally, when it comes to building the wall, does it make any sense to build 80% of the wall and then not finish it? I mean, there's an old saying in life, right? A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. So the idiocy of the Biden administration, which basically said, "Okay, we're going to stop building the wall." So what are the what are the illegal immigrants and the and the drug runners and the coyotes and and the uh, terrorists going to do? They're going to go around to the area where there's no wall. I mean, how stupid is that? We spend billions of dollars building 80 percent of the wall, and then Biden says we're not going to finish it. I mean, you cannot you cannot make this idiocy up. Great. Great, great, great question. we got time for two more, two or three more quick callers if we can. That number, by the way, 1-800-848-9222 is the More Money Hotline. Mr. Producer, do we have another caller? We do have. We have many callers. We have uh, Ian from the University of Delaware. Oh, Ian, thanks so much for calling in. A caller from Delaware. Uh, What is your suggestion, Ian, for Uh, the new college? Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm actually a University of Delaware first-year student. I'm an economics major. 
I'm listening to you. Okay, I'm great. My finals right now. I think that the IRS, you know, the $6 reported income is absolutely insane. I mean, I go to dinner with my friends sometimes at school, and at the end they yep. pay me back, you know, on Venmo sometimes. So if they yeah. want me to report money like that, that's, that's insane because I'm not earning it. You know, they're just paying me back <laughs> for things that I've paid them for. So it's, it's yeah. completely insane right there. Thanks for taking my call, though. Yeah, great, great call. You know, my son mowed lawns this uh, summer, you know, made, I don't know, 750 bucks or something for mowing lawns. Maybe I think he made, made might have made as much as $1,000. The IRS is going to be knocking on his door saying you didn't report this income. I mean, come on, folks. And, and by the way, from, with respect to financial privacy, I don't know about you. I don't want the government knowing about every single freaking transaction I make. I mean, this is a free country. This is not a country where the government is looking under every mattress in our house to find out if we got, you know, nickels and dimes under the mattress. It's crazy. Uh, why don't we simply <laughs> simplify the tax system? Steve Forbes is my hero. Make it so simple that people can comply with the tax system in, you know, a couple hours. You fill out your tax form, you're done with it, and the IRS doesn't know have to know everything about what you're doing. I, I think that's like a a police state we're creating, and I think it's so dangerous. Okay, I think we got time for one or two more quick ones, Mr. Producer, if we can uh, if we can uh, squeeze them in. Next is Bobby from New Jersey. Bobby, thanks very much for calling. What is your recommendation for the new Congress? The new Congress? They have to start opening their eyes and worry about America and stop worrying about everybody else. The other <laughs> thing is everyone keeps jumping on Trump, 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 when in fact it's Nancy Pelosi's job to protect the Capitol. She's in charge of the Capitol Police. She's in charge of protecting the yeah. Capitol. It's her job. She didn't do her job that day. She did nothing. Amen. She offered twice, and the CIA or somebody also came at her and told her they need to put Capitol Police National Guard in the, the in there. Yeah. She said no to everything. So it's all her yeah. fault. Let's stop passing the buck. Okay. Great, great, great call. And you know what? I, I, I am not a conspiracy theorist, you know, uh, but I've got to tell you this. I, I was uh, on the Capitol Hill on January 5th, the day before January 6th of 2021, uh, and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, there are a lot of, you know, people out here. This could get, you know, I was very worried that it, there could be, you know, things could get out of control. It was very obvious that that could happen. And I'm not saying the people who are protesting the election results were, you know, violent people. But when you have, you know, that many, that big of a crowd, you're going to get some people who get out of hand. And that did happen. And I remember thinking, I wonder if they're going to have enough security there. It was so obvious. And I, I have to tell you, folks, I think January 6th was a setup. I really do. I think that they, that Pelosi and the others uh, and, and Chucky Schumer, they knew that there could be a problem and they wanted it. They wanted it to happen so they could blame Donald Trump. And I'm not I'm not exonerating Donald Trump. I think he should have been much more forceful in, in trying to uh, you know make sure that there wasn't violence. But you know what? I just think it's a setup. I know many of you may disagree with me, but there was no security there. There weren't there. Nancy Pelosi deserves a lot of blame for that. Do we have time for one more quick one? Or are we done? Lastly, we have Rocco from Selden. Rocco, we got 30 seconds, my friend. What do you got? The Afghan Adjustment Act. We need to take another look at it. The U.S. is currently resettling more than 80,000 recently evacuated Afghans to America. This is costly, long-term progress, a project. We also need to uh, a stay of Title 42. 
We What's need that? a stay of Title 42. What, what uh, is Title 42? Title 42 is the southern border. Yes. Okay, I think there's an acclamation, Mr. Producer. Americans want the border secure. We have the money to do it. Take out a lot of all these green energy programs and let's secure our border. Let immigrants come in the right way, legally, not illegally. Folks, I hope you're having a wonderful holiday season. Same time next week. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.